Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And the show, as everyone should know by now, is for people that are super passionate about health. Um, this show is for anyone. If you're making more than one person healthier in this world or have the ambition to and building people healthy, maybe you might be the CEO of a hospital, you might be the CEO of a health insurance company, you might be a VC that just wrote a $50 million check to a new innovative startup. This show is for you. Um, or if you're a health startup founder, or maybe you run a yoga class. But anyway, I'm not going to steal my guest's thunder. I'm really enthused and really excited. We finally were able to connect and carve out time. Edwin Leone, he's the CEO at Pampa Regional Medical Center. And um, he's got an interesting story. I'm not going to steal his thunder. Edwin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anthony. It's a pleasure yeah. to be with you. Absolutely. No, it's great, great to great to ground here and uh, connect with you. And um, I, I love stories and our listeners love stories. Edwin, tell us a little bit about, you know, the series of events that you went through in your life that have led you to become the person you are. So just love to hear your origin story or maybe teleport, yeah. us, teleport us back, you know? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I have uh, a lot of family. I'm one of the babies really in the, in the family. And, um, and being part of a large family, we have a lot of uh, diversity. We got people who are doctors, uh, dentists, nurses, uh, occupational therapists, uh, psychologists. I mean, we have a little bit of everything, but it's all service-based work. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting, even some of the family who's like in IT, they, they're still in the, in the health industry. <laughs> um, so when it came time for me to kind of look what I wanted to do, it was really a no-brainer. I, I wanted to be in, in the healthcare industry. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I considered being a physician for a very short time, but I wanted to be uh, uh, really engaged with the patient um, and spend more time with them. And then I chose nursing ultimately. Um, so how did I get from a nurse to the executive suite? Um, it really wasn't ever my goal. I, I, I really enjoyed the bedside. I, I love that, that part of uh, interaction with uh, the people, you know. Um, but what drove me here is, is really still my core passion. Um, mm -hmm. It was the fact that in, in many of my uh, experiences, um, the facility was not meeting really um, the expectation of the customer, which was to, to get high-level care, do it safely, and, uh, and do it repeatedly. Mm -hmm. um, after about 10 years, I mean, I had kind of a broad scope. I, I did mostly ER, but I have some surgical experiences and critical care. And, um, and I kind of saw it a little bit everywhere, to tell you the truth. And it was, it was um, across the board. It was doctors, it was nurses, it was other ancillary uh, providers uh, that were not maintaining the, the, really the standards that we were taught when we went through school, whether it be infection control practices or, um, or even current training that was being done. Um, that dissatisfaction led me to want to be... Uh, I guess, more impactful in what I was doing. I, I didn't want to just touch 15 to 20 people a day and try to make, you know, their healthcare experience a good one. I wanted a broader uh, scope. Um, that, led, that led me to, um, uh, to the quality department. I, I, I took a position as, as the quality director and, um, and, and that was really exciting to me. I, I was able to work uh, alongside physicians and all of the clinical teams to create process, create uh, uh, procedures and and um, and standards that was going to really meet the high quality care that that we all should be expecting. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, really from from one thing to the next, it just, you know, um, it just progressively moved down this track. I mean, I, I'm really here as a as a product of not saying no, you know, uh, mm-hmm. my, my, my CNO, my CEO uh, saw some, uh, I guess, some talent and some ability and they kept on challenging me to do more. And eventually uh, my, my corporation then wanted me to manage a hospital. So here I am, you know, I'm, 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 I'm still a nurse at heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went back to school, got my master's degree in healthcare administration to incorporate the financial and operational stuff that's important to, to successfully run an institution. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's really, it's really simple, Anthony. It's, ke- it's keeping it down to the basics, right? right. Getting, getting the medical teams to focus on the patient. Let's do what's right first. Everything else will follow. Um, and just be good stewards of, of that care management. Um, you know, anybody who's in, in, in the executive level knows the, the daily struggles of, uh, you know, reimbursement. That, that is difficult for everyone. Um, and it's only worse when we are not performing at our best right? Uh, Simple things like, you know, being on time with progress notes for doctors, you know, signing, uh, signing their documentation, you know, nursing being um, uh, on time with doing their uh, documentation so we can justify care and so on and so forth. All of that impacts your financial kind of on the back end downstream. Mm -hmm. So do that stuff right consistently every day. We're not only going to meet the high level care that people deserve, we're also going to be taking care of our own institution by getting the reimbursement we deserve because we will be able to justify that that aspect of it as well. Mm. Um, quality to me is still kind of the center of uh, of hospital management. Um, mm. it, it, it's what what can lead your your facility down a track of success or um, or, or really harm your facility um, from reputation to to financials to uh, daily operations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, uh, it's really kind of the fulcrum, um, for the institution as far as I'm concerned. I love it. I love it. Edwin. Yeah, no, this is a super powerful background. Uh, you know, familiar with Western governors as well. I know you, you went there and, um, uh, you know, great to hear your background, all the different dimensions kind of deep and why that you're bringing all these skill sets to where you're at right now. Uh, Edwin, I'd love to, you know, on the, along those lines, I'd love to hear about, Maybe one or two things in it that you're experiencing in healthcare, whether it's a topic, initiative, or things you're seeing that are really captivating you, that are are setting up a good uh, a good platform for the future. So, so tell me a little bit about like what you're passionate about. Um, you know, what you're seeing today. Yeah, um, you know, one thing that that I think, uh, and and I guess I'll, I'll speak a little bit regionally. You know, being in Texas. Um, we're seeing a little bit more movement and support towards uh, uh, rural health support. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- this is um, a very different demographic, uh, not just logistically, but um, but the, the population health is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know a, a lot of the facility success, at least from a financial perspective, relies on volume, and when you're in a in a limited volume region, you cannot rely on volume. Um, and, and the state has, uh, really gotten behind rural health care, which, uh, you know, you're probably aware of throughout the country, there, there's, there's facilities closing down almost on a monthly bit basis because of lack of, you know, financial, uh, stability. 
And, um, and Texas has, has really made a push to try to, uh, I think, correct some of, some of those financial woes. So that mm-hmm. to me is exciting because um, some of these communities, if their local critical access hospital or small acute hospital in their, in their town uh, closes, these people might be you know, two, maybe three hours away from the nearest institution that can actually provide them care. And, you know, with things like cardiac care, neuro care, or, um, you know, other emergent situations where, where uh, time for treatment is really, really sensitive, um, essentially, they're saving lives by, by rescuing right. these hospitals. Um, so that's something that, that, that I'm excited about. I would love to see, you know, the, the, the federal government get a little bit more involved and, and, and um, I think provide some security, some financial security for, for these communities, because by, by providing um, stability for the hospital, they're going to provide health care for that community. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you, Edwin. And I mean, it's, it's, it's paving the way, you know, what you're mentioning here is paving the way for some, some interesting new processes for uh, not just patients directly, right, but just the, the community at, at, at a whole. And, um, you know, the, the financial elements uh, of what's happening, too, uh, are really exciting. And, yeah, the support for the, on the rural side is, is you, know, you know, pretty powerful. And it's exciting to see, you know, not just technology, but services that could, you know, someone that didn't have access to food or, you know, shelter or, you know, transportation for that matter or different social services or you know that bottom layer of Maslow's hierarchy of needs you know there's an opportunity there expressing that these new services right through the hospital to 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 uh, empower the community which is powerful and it's great to see that you're leading leading that charge and leading that innovation um Edwin I'd love to hear a little bit about how you view the future of health whether it's you know where you're at right now or at a whole, or maybe it's five years, 10 years from now, but tell me a little bit about the way you see the future of healthcare shaping up. What, what happens? What do you see happening? What's that, what's that optimistic future you see yourself, see ourselves marching towards? I think we're definitely moving, um, you know, to, uh, maybe a a technological revolution within healthcare, Mm -hmm. um, which is maybe an industry that has been very slow to, um, to catch up, you know, Mm -hmm. with, with uh, uh, with the big boom, you know, of the internet marketplace, and and um, obviously the way technology has grown with cell phones and computers, and and the the healthcare industry hasn't kept up. Right. Uh, you know, we didn't introduce an, an EMR system uh, uh, until you know, really fairly recently, within the last maybe 20, 25 years, has that really become widespread? And our systems are really not good. Right. So what? Why can we have a, a an amazing computer in our pocket, but we cannot develop uh, a, a, a documentation system that works for the doctors and for the clinical teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're, we're on the verge of making that happen with some big players coming into the market like Amazon and Google and Apple. Uh, but that also provides a lot of risk to, to us because, you know, we're currently in this market that is, that is kind of trenching along, not really pioneering or, or, or developing. Mm-hmm. And you got these, these big uh, corporations coming in with a lot of ideas and a lot mm-hmm. of capital to back it up. So uh, to me, it's a little exciting. I, I, I think, I think it'll, it'll uh, really create a, a boost into our, um, 
into our business that really hasn't been there in the past. It's going to bring a a different outlook, a, a disruption, if you will. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting to see that, that, you know, disruption happening, but more on the horizon, you know, a harmonization too is, is, is what I'm excited to see as well, you know, as this, as this takes shape. Um, so I'm right there with you. I appreciate that greatly. Edwin. um, let me ask you about, um, so you're in a really, um, uh, volume, not a volume, but I, I would say like a high profile, like high performance role. I guess those are the words I was looking for. High performance okay. role right now. What is on a weekly or, or d- your daily basis, you know, in the field of health, you know, how do you keep your engine going? How do you stay recharged? How do you stay healthy? Um, what Maybe what's a morning routine that you do or, or weekly routine? I love routines. And so I'm always interested to hear kind of someone in healthcare, what's something that you've you've been seeing that really works for you and keeps your engine going um there's a few things um you know i i am a spiritual person i i believe in um in personal time for for prayer and 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 bible study um i I take a a a weekly break i mean every saturday is a sabbath for me Mm. um i don't i don't work i don't look at emails i Mm. i i completely disconnect and it is a stress-free day for me. It's a day mm-hmm. that I that I spend with my family, and mm-hmm. I disconnect from that. Uh, on a daily, uh, my evenings revolve around doing things with my kids. Um, I have a little bit of land, so I, I stay I stay busy. I, I don't get home and plant myself behind a TV. Right. Um, and um, and that extra activity. I mean, for somebody, it might be going to the gym. It might be you know going for a jog, um, mm-hmm. but. I would say the the daily activity um, outside of work is a de-stressor mm-hmm. and, um, and, and it really refreshes me for the next day, even though it would sound like, oh, you're going to be more tired the next day, but that's not really how it is. Right. right. For me, those two components, it's, it's really my, my, my faith, my time to, uh, to, to uh, reconnect, I guess. And right. then also, um, uh, the, the exercise component, which I think is really important. I make sure to stay outside. When I go home, I get sunlight, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I, it's really refreshing and amen definitely to the, on the face side, you know, if, it, it, you know, I, I promote, you know, everyone, uh, you gotta believe, you gotta believe in something and, and, and devote yourself to something greater. Right. You know? Um, and so I'm always right there with you there. And so, amen, I'm right there with you. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to do that personally on a Saturday is to yeah. totally unplug. And that's been helping out a lot or if a straight thought or a, a task comes in, or I do glance at an email, at least just jot it down, route it down. Or, you know, if I have five minutes on a Saturday, 10 minutes or something like that, at least organize what you have to do, but you don't have to necessarily work or react to it. I think that's where people that try and plow through on a Saturday morning or just, you know, have it wrong, unless you really have to create something, you know, very unique that you're not going to find eight to five. So I can relate to you there for sure. And it is, you know, it's so funny, Edwin, right? It's like um, going home at night and sitting on the couch and watching a show um, to recharge. So you can set yourself up for energy the next day. It's, It's such a lie, right? It's such, it's, it's so interesting how we got caught up in society. It's like, that's the new soda. That's the new smoking. But I find right. myself in the same way, right? You know, it's like everything that was uh, the hippies talked about now is in vogue when it comes to being healthy, right? It's like, right. hey, drink water, get lots of sunlight, you know, yes. go outside, you know, walk in the grass, um, <laughs> uh, right. eat lots of greens as much as you can. 
and uh, be happy, joyful, loving, love yourself, love others. And so I, I always joke around now. It's like, man, the hippies had healthcare right. But um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just appreciate it. It's great. It's exciting to see you have some, have land too, and you can you can do that. But uh, I guess you know what's so funny. It's like if you're if a lot of your patients that come in just do a lot of those things, right? It, it makes it, it makes it so easy. But that's the that's the counterintuitive side of it, and that's where. You know, I think organizations like yours and, and what you're doing, you know, helps to, you know, draw that out. And I think people are getting yeah. and turning the corner. So it's just exciting to see what you're doing there, Edwin. And, um, and Anthony, really yeah. excuse me, and along those lines, we're really excited about a program we're doing locally in our community. Um, mm. and, it's, and it's revolving exactly around everything you're saying. You know, mm. we want we want to promote a healthy community and we're we're. Um, we're kind of engaging with the uh, with the county, with the city, um, with um, service entities like you know the the Rotary and the uh, um, uh, Lions Club and all the different um, you know public service entities who are kind of in our community, and we're connecting with the restaurants and uh, you know the the gyms and, and things like that. We we're trying to promote an idea that health revolves around what you do for yourself, not the not the pills that you take. Right. Um, so we're really excited. We've been working on that for, for some time and, and we're, uh, we're actually planning a rollout this summer. So, oh, wow. Uh, right along the lines that you're saying, you know, we're focusing on diet, just activity, being healthy mm. and, um, and then also mental, emotional health. And, um, and we're really excited. We think it's going to get get some uh, um, traction in our community, and it's going to be of a of a population health benefit to them I, as well. I love it. I love it. We're going to have to link to that on the show notes. Does it have a name or, or a website for it yet? Or yeah, the the name of it's Pampa Healthy, but um, we haven't got to to doing our website or anything like that. But uh, that'll be coming out soon. Nice, nice. Yeah, no worries. When you when you have that up and running or anything to link to digitally, we'll update the show notes uh, here, Edwin. That'll be powerful. And then just to go deeper there, how does how would it work? Um, so patients maybe check out of the hospital, or you're communicating these services through the Rotary Club. The city's communicating them. Uh, Pampa Healthy, go here. Here's some resources. Or well, how how would it like? What's a what's a day in the life of how it would work, or or would one engage in your community for it? We're, we're going to be um, doing some monthly uh, community outreach. Some of it might have to do with our uh, dietitian providing some free classes, like let's say diabetic health and mm-hmm. diabetic cooking type of thing. Uh, we might have another month where our cardiologist is talking about cardiac health. Oh, wow. Uh, how how it, it connects with our businesses. Um, if, uh, if you meet certain criteria, you will be uh, a Pampa Healthy business which means uh, they will be recognized. Our paper is going to be putting out a list of Pampa Healthy uh, uh, restaurants. Mm. So it, it's not something that necessarily the patient is directly tied to us. Uh, this is one of those uh, initiatives that is not about us. It's about them. Right. So kind of all throughout the community, they will they will see you know a Pampa Healthy uh, uh, company because it'll be um, marketed right on their door. You right. Know? And, right. Um, and when they go to a restaurant, there will be healthy op- options, plant-based options that they can choose off their menu. So things like that. It's going to be more of, a, of an integration with our community rather than people having a direct association to the hospital because it's really not it. about it's about them. 
I love it. I love it. You know, that's the best, you know, that's the best. I think the organizations like yours that, that are doing that, where it's not about the entity, there's not about like these economics or like, I sell you something, I sell you a service, I sell you a pill. Right. But I'm selling, I'm, what I'm selling you is nothing. I'm giving you education, pure, authentic, you know, education about taking care of your body, your mind, your spirit, and the rest takes care of itself, right? And it, and obviously, you'll see that down the road. You'll see less ER visits. You'll see less people, you know, having infections, or you'll see people healing faster. You'll see, you know, and um, it's a it's a round world. But I appreciate it. You know, I was having this conversation with the CEO at another hospital that's local here the other day, and he was he didn't have an expression for what you're doing. I'd love to for you to connect with him because he was all about education. He's like, I wish I could incentivize my doctors to carve out time to educate or go round circle to what you're saying about the Sabbath. He's like, I, I, he's like, I have some doctors that would be open to doing classes and educating the community on a Saturday. You know, they actually want to do it, but I don't really have a mechanism or a program yet thinking about it, but it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's great to hear the tip of the spear speak of what you're doing in action. Um, and and that, that corner's being turned. So congratulations, uh, Edwin on, um, you know, leading that and, and it's exciting to see. I mean, obviously you're gonna get so many benefits and it's so, you know, interconnected. Um, and, and also, you know, it's great to see that you're expressing your personality and what you do, you know, into this as well, which which is an which is an incredible philosophy, you know, and that's what organizations need. You know, you need a person at the top <laughs> believing this stuff and living the stuff, right? And and yeah. that's that's what's that's what's key, Edwin. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Edwin, um, so again, we'll link to it. We'll, when you have the, the sites up and everything like that, we'll link to it in the show notes. And I, I don't want to, I can imagine you got to run to another meeting right now, but I just want to say, I'm glad we finally were able to carve out some time and do this episode. Uh, to our listeners out there, um, what, um, I don't know if you're on social media, Twitter, or anything like that, but if you'd like people to engage with you or connect with you, what would be a good way to do so if you would like that to happen? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be happy to, uh, to share my, my email with you and anybody who, who would like to reach out and, and, and chat with me on, on, you know, whatever was discussed. I, I'm, I'm uh, very open to share that, that contact with you. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely. We can link to it in the show notes. And, um, uh, and, and then definitely um, would be great to have you back on the show maybe later on this year and kind of hear some stories about what you're seeing after rolling out this program into the community. Um, but but uh, this was so a couple things. Thank you for sharing your origin story. Thank you sure. for sharing your passions with us, your future for healthcare initiatives you're doing, um, and your you know your personal well-being mm-hmm. regimens that you're doing to keep the engine going. And so, um, as you can imagine, these doing these episodes for me charge me up. I always take away you know something great, and hopefully our listeners are as well. I'm getting a lot of messages these days saying, "Hey, listen to this show," and hopefully, I, I picture in the next 48 hours here, someone's going to say, "Hey, hey, I listened to Edwin's episode, and uh, that's awesome. That's some cool stuff he's doing." So, um, so hopefully we can we can pay it forward. But uh, Edwin, yeah. again, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing your your um, your story with us and and what you're doing. No, I, I, it was my pleasure, and I uh, look forward to uh, being able to be on again. Absolutely, Edwin. Absolutely, Edwin. This was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.